Triple M Mining HQ. Brought to you by the WA Mining Conference and Expo, October 12 and 13. Hello and welcome to Mining HQ, your go-to show for everything happening in the mining industry. I'm Pablo Miller. Coming up on today's edition of the show, I'll be catching up with Exhibition Director Samantha Martin to talk about the WA Mining Expo. Plus, Chris Lamesia is sitting down with MD Andrew Denning from Sarama Resources. They are Perth-based and have exploration projects being carried out at the moment in West Africa. Andrew is going to fill us in. Let's get into it. Good morning, Chris. Hello, Pablo. Morning to you. Also waiting patiently on the phone from Sarama Resources, the Managing Director, Andrew Dinning. Hello, Andrew. Hi, Chris. How are you? Great to talk to you. I'm well, thanks. Now, you're not just the MD. There's a few other caps that you're wearing. Uh, you're the founder and the CEO of Sarama Resources. Now, what are we talking? April, May of this year, you're listed on the ASX? Yeah, correct. Um, we listed through the course of April and started trading right at the start of May. So we had a pretty busy first half of the year just getting on the board and getting some money in the treasury and getting drilling in Burkina Faso. So it's been a, it's been a busy year. Well, before we get into that story and you've got some good news, um, you're quite passionate when it comes to Africa. You've been on the board for quite a while. How, how did all that take place and when? Yeah, I'm, um, I've been involved in Africa actually since um, probably 2005. I, I was involved with a company called Moto Gold Mines. We found a big gold deposit in the Congo and I think that's now the fifth biggest gold mine in the world. So I've been involved in Africa for some time now. With Sarama, um, I'm an original founder of the company so of course I've been kind of fairly instrumental in the, I guess, the establishment and the operation of the business for, for some time. Um, and a number of our directors and, and executive are also kind of long-term long-term um, employees and founders of the company as well. So yeah, we've been uh, been out and about and obviously pretty passionate about what we do in country. We, you know, mining's a, is a big enabler, so it's you know, obviously primarily about looking after the people that support us financially, but also doing the right thing in country and um, you know, right thing by the communities where we work. Well, I know you've got three projects before we talk about uh, the Centura project. You've just come back from Canada and Colorado. Was that telling this Sarama story? It was. We were um, across in Colorado at a conference there called the Precious Metals Summit, which is a, I think it's probably the best precious metal conference globally. Um, I think there were 1,200 attendees this year, so it was very well attended. Um, For us, it was the first opportunity to get out and, I guess, talk about the company since we listed on the ASX. So obviously being dual listed, we're still important in in North America. Um, But also, you know, we started – uh, first major drill program probably in close to five years um, so it was actually having a chance to get up and get out and talk about the um, you know the results we've been getting which are, are pretty good and shows the you know the potential that still remains in our, our main project there. And from our uh, Mining HQ listeners point of view you are WA base but um, West African gold is what we're talking about and with your background I'm curious to know why did you come across these tenements is it something you had your eye on for a long time? Yeah, I guess after after the success in the Congo, we kind of sat back and had a bit of a decompress because I think anyone that works there knows that you know it's it's a pretty demanding environment. Um, and our VPX, who's pretty knowledgeable on on Africa, uh, he very much liked West Africa, and we saw a lot of opportunity there. 
Um, we obviously went to a few jurisdictions, but we quite liked Burkina Faso geologically, um, and particularly the area we're in. So the belt where our primary project is is called the Hyundai Belt, and it's, it would be the most prolific gold belt in Burkina and one of the best in West Africa. So I guess from day dot, we said about putting together, you know, area plays in there, so basically significant land positions to give us the best opportunity of establishing a mine so we you know we, we've done that and we, we pretty well advanced down the track um we did have a restrictive jv in place for a while where we bought out our partner which was barrack and since then we've you know been able to move things forward pretty well now let's get into um sanatura project in the burkino faso you've got some great news what you've uncovered new gold trends at the is it wm and mc prospects yeah, we we um, our Sanatura project it covers a you know fourteen hundred square kilometer area. It's got close to three million ounces in resource now, and, and that really sits in three different um, deposits or prospect areas. Um, but the where we've been drilling, it's in what's called the Tankoro um, permit or Tankoro corridor, and it's a big mineralising system. So we've got contiguous and semi-contiguous mineralisation that runs for 16 kilometres. Um, so it's, it's very big. Most of the ounces there, though, there's two and a half million ounces in the Tankora deposit. They sit in two prospects. Um, so there's two main trends, about a kilometre apart, kind of one to one and a half kilometres we've been drilling historically. Um, but I guess looking at all the you know historical data, we, we were of the view there was a lot of scope to find new areas in between where we had been drilling because it's such a large system. And I think the the drill results we've been putting out in the last couple of months vindicate that thinking very much. So we've got uh, most of the drilling shallow. It's all in oxides. Um, we've put out three news releases so far um, that probably cover about 30% of um, the 20,000 metres drilled since May. Um, we've got a new geological analogue, so um, it's completely different to what we've drilled in the past. It's blind, it sits proximal to where we've got a lot of mineralisation now, and it's it's quite high grade, um, shallow in oxide, but doesn't outcrop. So we've been hitting areas like that, um, and then even in areas like the MM, um, which has got 1.4 million ounces on that particular prospect. We've got new zones within areas that have already been drilled um, that aren't included in the resource, and you know, we're getting intercepts like 20 metres at 7 uh, grams from near surface in those kind of places. So we're pretty happy with drilling to date. Um, it does support our thesis. There's a lot more gold to be found in the area. Um, and I think when you look at it and you look at, you know, the three million ounces we've got, probably 70% of that's within 150 metres of surface. So there's still a lot of runway left from an exploration point where we work. And to become a producer, wish list, how far away is that with a crystal ball? Oh, look, I think like everyone, we're, we're kind of constrained a little by the capital markets, but we would like to think at the end of the current drill program, which is about 50 to 55,000 metres, we'll do a resource update and then start doing study work to start framing up what the development looks like. Um, we've got enough ounces now that we could support an economic study, but really the work we're doing now is hitting all the, I guess, the low-hanging fruit, uh, all the obvious targets to drag as much into the resource as we can before we stick a pin in it and say, let's let's develop a mine. So we kind of like to think by the end of next year, we'll be into to full-blown study work. And did I read something recently, the wet season, you had to stop drilling? Correct, yeah. So working in Bikina, 
you know, like a lot of parts in, in Africa is seasonal. So we the exploration season typically runs from late November through until June, July, depending when the rains kind of set in in earnest. Um, we only started drilling just after the ASX listing. Um, so we got in a couple of months' work. So we did pretty well to you know, get the number of metres drilled that we did. So now we're in, a, I guess, a rainy season hiatus, but that gives us a good chance to catch up on all the drill results, work out what they mean, and, and I guess put that into the feedback loop for next season. Oh, I look forward to talking to you down the track. Thanks for your time this morning, Andrew. Really appreciate it. No, thank you. Uh, likewise. The following interview on Mining HQ is a paid interview. A reminder, this may not be the right product for you and other goods and services may be available. Joining us once again, the Exhibition Director of the WA Mining Conference and Exhibition, Samantha Martin. Sam, come on in. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. Now, we are in full preparation for the WA Mining Conference and Exhibition, Mining HQ. It's going to be on there, uh, down there for, for the couple of days in Perth. Uh, Chris, I know, is going to be doing lots of interviews with some of the guests, the delegates, uh, probably speaking to you as well and uh, getting a feel about what's happening uh, right now in WA Mining. But for people out there uh, that maybe want to grab a ticket or, or uh, if they want to stream it, what can people expect from the conference this year? Yeah, look, the WA Mining Conference and Exhibition will showcase the the technical and digital innovation across the entire mining value chain. Uh, And as an exhibition visitor, you'll have access to over 120 leading industry suppliers. You'll also have access to a free seminar series, which is sponsored by IBM. Uh, And we've got networking opportunities, we've got roundtable discussions, and there's even some workshops happening across the two days. So, you know, it's a a really jam-packed agenda for for the two days. Now, you mentioned that free seminar session. What's that about? Mm. Yeah, so we uh, we do this with all our other our events and it's a great way to add some additional um, benefit for people coming along. So look, the seminar series uh, is going to feature topics on cybersecurity, emerging technology, sustainability and workplace safety. Uh, we've also got Tunra bulk handling um, materials doing a workshop and uh, IBM are running some roundtable discussions as well. So it's really going to be an interactive two-day program and uh, I really recommend everybody checking it out on the website. And why should people attend this year? Look, we're hosting um, not only the the exhibition and, and the free seminar series, but we've got a, a, higher, a highly targeted paid-to-attend conference, uh, which is uh, sold out, which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, we're purpose-building the theatre on the floor, which is really exciting, which means it's going to be such a buzzy uh, environment. And we've also got Roy Hill, Rio Tinto and Northern Star Resources, who will actually be exhibiting at the event uh, in the WA Mining House Pavilion. And they want to really engage with industry, talk about what's happening uh, in their in their sites, Obviously, recruitment is a big driver for them. Uh, and not only that, you'll have a, the opportunity to, to attend the networking drinks at the conclusion of day one. Uh, there's just so much happening, and I, I really recommend people coming down and having a look. 12th, 13th of October in Perth. If you want to find out more, uh, head online at waminingexpo.com.au. Uh, Sam, say hi to Chris when you see him uh, at the exhibition, and I'm well, sure it's going to be a, a smashing event. Awesome. Thank you very much. The Mining HQ Podcast. Brought to you by the WA Mining Conference and Expo, October 12 and 13.